<laughs> look, look, look. So I'm not playing the tune, right? <laughs> okay, folks, welcome back. Welcome back. It is another two girls and a mic. This has been the longest hiatus we've ever had. This and I'm so two. sorry to people having to wait for a new show. We haven't gone anywhere. We've just been super busy doing some really great stuff. And maybe not some so great stuff. So we're here now. Um, yeah, just to do a show. Ashy. This is Lala. And my colleague over there, who's decided to turn the lights down in the studio, I can't see turn anything. Turn your lights down low. Nah, it's just not a Lauren Hill moment, boy. I'm just no, like, where is what? my phone? I've had such a headache and such a stress, and I'm so tired. I literally cannot operate with with lighting at the moment. So we're, we're doing this podcast in the dark with Ace and our mics. Yeah, so how has your week been? What you been up to? What you been doing? Do you know what? Today has been just a high point for me because I've reached a certain position in the particular case that I'm doing and it just means you're over the hill. Okay. So I just, I feel so relieved. I feel super relieved. I feel like someone's just taken 10 pounds of stress off my neck and my shoulders. So <laughs> I feel really, really relieved. Um, yeah, so that's been it really. It's been a long slog. Right, right, right. Um, but yeah. I mean, we out here, man. Yeah. Um, same here. Just working, working, working. Getting these clients in. Um, yeah, and it's been good. I'm really enjoying my new personal training career. Personal trainer. Yeah. So, guys, if you want any training, just holler <laughs> at your girl. I'm here to help you with all your personal training needs. And yes, she does charge. <laughs> say no yes, I've had to let people know from the because I'm getting proper messages like so. You know, <laughs> so, um, in order to get what you have gotten, like <laughs> what kind of thing? Do no, you, like no. That's information that you have to pay for. Right. Pay me. And I'm just like, no, darling, you have to pay me. Like, I'm an actual qualified professional. I did not just jump on Instagram and just said, hey, look, here are my abs. Like, if you want that knowledge, you've got to pay for it. I had to pay for mine. Yeah. you got to pay for yours. You should create, you should create, um, you know, those links that you can just drop, like like cash apps. Yeah. And people can literally just like, you if like they message you, you can be like, you could give them one quarter of the information <laughs> and then be like to find out more like basically you click won't say anything yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly click nah. here to pay i totally listen i totally get everybody strapped for cash but listen i'm i'm new to this like i need to get no even you know up. what you, you keep it up even yeah. when you're 10 15 years in the game this shit is not free yeah yeah you know the amount of people that come to me and approach me and ask me for like legal advice i look you know actually i literally don't mind because that that side of actually quite like legal problems, especially yeah. if they they are in my province. But there are some I'm I'm gonna draw back on that because I had a I had an experience recently, and I had to like ask people for help. And I just remember asking, um, it was actually one of my cousins, and I'm I'm you know I'm really pissed off about it, mm. asking him for help about something that I determined to be in his within his knowledge or right, within okay. his reach yeah. of knowledge. And just the, the just the extraction methods of even trying to get information. I'm just like, okay. So when you now phone me mm. and you're asking me about everything under the sun, not necessarily legal stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he likes. I'm, I'm open, yeah. even though. And my time is a. Pr- I'm not saying that. 
over and above everyone else's but my time is such a premium Mm. I'm just finding in my adult life and I'm open I'm always there Mm -hmm. and that situation just let me think you know what let me just draw back let me just not always just let people just, just be coming and extracting because when you, you when yeah. you need that back when you want to tap into someone else's intellectual capital mm. it's like it's, it's it's a big deal it's a problem it's a problem yeah, no, i hear that so like i said i'm learning and i'm really getting used to saying no in fact me and the word no are like currently best friends so. yeah and you know what yeah you know that you know that this is a phrase that i heard and i, I it really resonated with me no is not just a word mm. no is a complete sentence for real say that again like mm. that's just it you don't even you don't even do have to do a no sorry because mm. or no i would really like to but it's just yeah nah mm. no, <laughs> nope. Nope, nope, nope. so yeah guys that's lesson of of the, the you know of the day Get used to the word no. Yeah. <laughs> and pay me, run me pay my me, money, bitch. Pay me, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get into it. So we thought we'd start off with something very lighthearted to begin the show. Um, I know that you guys watch um, Power, Stars, Power. We're talking 50 Cent. Got to. Power, Amari, Amari Hardwick, Power, that power. Mm-hmm. And the last episode had everybody like, <gasps> what do you mean? And it's funny because a lot of people who have been saying that in the run up to this, it's actually been kind of boring. Yeah, it has been. But it's like, it kind of had to be the way that it was in order to get us to this particular point right. where we are at right So it's now. like we're series five, yeah. episode seven or eight? I think so. Yeah, yeah, so it's either seven or eight. And there was a... We're doing spoiler alerts. You should have watched it by now. <laughs> uh, there was a big... There was a death of killing obviously because it's bloody power of, of one of the main characters aka Kanan is this surname Stark Kanan Stark or something like that I don't know you know yeah I think it is Ace yeah. is is Kanan surname Stark on power I yeah I think no it's Kanan Stark aka Philly Cent on um power so he was uh killed he went out like a like the maniac that he is. <laughs> Can I just tell you, it was such a shock, La, and I'm just, I just realised sometimes my just my my analness goes a bit far sometimes because I yeah. watched it with my own gokra eyes. I watched the, the show. <laughs> I watched it. I saw Ghost and Tommy go to the um, morgue to identify his body. Tommy obviously reacted. Um, ghost reacted yeah it was definitely him on the slab although people did say the guy looked different i still after i watched it i still opened my mac and did googling <laughs> is Kanan dead <laughs> because i was like it was still that shocking i didn't expect although the producers had said yeah. nobody is safe this season wow. i literally i didn't expect it even when he was just you know just putting some police officers to rest in mm. the in the way that he did and he was getting shot i was like oh so he's gonna get away he's not gonna shoot the boy then they're all gonna be running in fear of him because of he's gonna know that he's been set up and he died and i was like <laughs> oh okay you know what he was probably he had to go because like the way that the show was going it's like if it's not going to be canaan Tariq potentially <laughs> he's gonna die and then a little bit of me was like hmm is that necessarily such a bad idea? Because I feel like 
Like Tariq even needs a, needs a he needs a beat because I need satisfying. He I need to see him get his ass bust <laughs> at least one time. Because I'm like, you've got two whole grown black parents. You mean to tell me not one of them decided? Look, when Ghost tried to just, go for him, he, he was drunk. He's yeah, all skidding exactly, on the floor. All of this, I'm, I'm like, this no doesn't sense. make no sense. I'm like, come on, let's put a little bit of like Pepe, yeah, into it because <laughs> you know, it. yeah, I'm not saying it's right. I'm not even saying I'm not he saying it's wrong. What passed. I'm saying is, at some point, with the level of facedness that my man is moving ri- with, ridiculous, the bad teeth behavior. should be on the floor by now. Badly yeah. behaved child. Oh no! And it's and I think what's his mum? What's the mum called again? Liz, um, her character. Tasha. Tasha. She's Tasha. like, oh no! Don't don't don't, Tasha. You don't see how your son is moving. <laughs> what is this nonsense? <laughs> Bust his clot one time. That's it. And I'm not saying that's going to solve the problems, but it would make me feel better. It would, yeah? add, it would add a level of realism to it. <laughs> it would make me feel better knowing that, yeah, you just had, you had to get popped one time. Yeah. So, and no, also I as well, I just feel like, He's still not, I, I still feel like Tariq wants to get back at his dad. Yeah. yeah. And that annoys me, actually. Yeah, it does. It's like... It annoys me. Because essentially, you are just a little rich boy. You really don't know what your dad actually went through. Right. Because essentially, you feel like you can handle the life that your dad came up with. You but can't. really and truly, if, you, if he was to live that life, he'd probably piss blood. Yeah. You know? Yeah. You're not no, a bad, go, yeah. Ghost is an undercover maniac. <laughs> Pretty much. Right? Yeah. <laughs> and the only reason you're getting a blight is because you are his, his son. son. I know right. that you he'd have popped you ages ago had it, it not been the fact behavior. that you're his boy. Exactly. And that is it. A lot yeah. of people get saved because of things like that, you know. Well, how are we feeling about Angela at the moment? Because oh, she still gets she's, on my she's bloody nerves. to people. From what you read online, you know, some people Love like her. her, some people really dislike her. At the moment, it's just her jawline that's really <laughs> getting on my nerves. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not, I'm not full blown hate you know, Angela. Just, I'm moments. watching. I'm thinking, what is the point of you? Like, just be a criminal because whatever you're doing is is criminal. Yeah. ASU Valdez. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Jamie. Oh, Jay. Like, shut up. Who's, okay. Okay, so look. Whose voice <laughs> irritates you most in the show? I just did it. Jamie. Oh, my God. Okay. So, uh. Who will be in second place? Because I want to know if it's just me that this um, person's voice irritates the living daylights out of me. Um... <laughs> Tariq because I know whenever he opens no. his mouth it's going to be a foolishness it's that black woman that Angela works for like the head one <laughs> it's her voice not annoying <laughs> see when I watch it now I'm going to really listen please tune in to, to her, her actual vocals to myself, oh my god it is really irritating no her it? vocals are mad annoying oh my god <laughs> Oh, and oh John gosh. Mock as well. He can do one. He's getting on my nerves. It's like, it, just settle yourself, man. Is John man. Mock the Asian one? Yeah. Oh, his face is just, just annoying. Just take the job and you can leave all this mess behind. It's like, why are you getting involved? <laughs> the thing is, when you think about it, he's got no vested interest in any of this, <laughs> exactly. really. And like, the deal that Angela offered, just take the deal. You can do whatever it is that you want to do and leave them people yeah. in their madness. And go. And get some bloody involved. mattifying strips for your face. Sometimes like, his face looks I'm oily. Here, you are all mad. Because one go. day you're all going to get caught anyway. So right. Let me go and take my position. But essentially, he could get found out for taking it if this is all going to... Which it will blow up in all their faces. Mm. No, but will it... Will it? I don't know how it works in the States anyway. If he was to take that offer that Angela offered to him mm. and go elsewhere, mm. be in command of his own team, mm. blah, blah, blah. And let's just say that, you know, 
One what was the bad side of that? I don't understand. He don't, there isn't any, but what I'm saying is if he took that deal mm-hmm. and then consequently, let's say a couple months down the line, they all get found out anyway. Mm-hmm. And then they find, found out that John Mock turns his back on the, took the deal mm-hmm. in order to keep his mouth shut, then he gets implicated anyway. But how would risk? they ever find that out? Unless Angela talks. Unless a- Angela chats too much, so I can see her telling him that. Mm. 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 Yeah, I also think, and I know there's a lot of discourse about this, and I'm yeah. not, I'm not trying to be nasty. I think <laughs> um, Tasha's hair should be better. <laughs> She's supposed to be rich. She's supposed to be stinking rich. <laughs> <laughs> like you know me, you I'm know not what? averse to weave. I'm not. It's not. I'm, I'm not just, saying I'm that because it it's now. a weave. It's been it's like that really for a while. Terrible. So I just to the fact that this is this is the, it's the dry, flat, and brown. I don't like it. Yeah. I just want her to be a bit more zhuzhy. Also, as well, do you find it odd that you know Lala and um, Tommy? Tommy, obviously, they're a couple now. Mm. So they went round to have dinner mm-hmm. at Teresi and his missus mm. house. Yeah. Mm. So someone was saying to me. Somebody was saying online that how is it that Tommy's going to bring home his entire black girlfriend to these old school Italian, mm. you know, gangsters? Mm. And we haven't heard any kind, not to say that we, that this is a. But didn't you see, didn't you see, didn't you see the woman's face when, when she was being introduced? No. I thought, I thought they, I thought, I, I thought that that was a theme, although kind of like an undercurrent. Yeah. Because when she was being introduced, the woman's face was kind of like, mm. you know. But and didn't she say, been... you got a cook? Or can you cook? No, she said, didn't she say to Tommy, oh, you have a cook? And he, she was, he oh, was like, this is not my cook. This, this is, is my girlfriend. Yeah. Oh, so I think so they're trying to be so subtle about it. To that, to that, yeah, because I was like, mm, old school Italian gangsters and black people historically. A Bronx tale. Haven't really you know, seen eye to eye with yeah, that one there. Yeah, that's the whole storyline of that so film. So I'm finding that kind of interesting. Mm. That hasn't really popped off yet. Yeah, no, I think it will just be, it will just be digs, won't yeah. it? It's not really gonna, it's gonna I don't think there, they'll though. make it into a major thing. Mm. There's so many other fish to fry, but For I think real. that her comment, her face, and I think she said one other thing at the dinner table about something about, oh, they're really traditional or something like yeah, that. Yeah, and I yeah. felt like that was again that a was dig. That was again a dig. Of, you know, that kind yeah. of othering no, of Keisha or whatever her name You're is. You're not one of us. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, it's it's getting, the, the, um, the season is warming up now. Yeah. I don't think... Um, Lorenz Tate's character's really got that much flesh on him. Mm. It's just all a bit one-dimensional and a mm. little bit irritating now, to be honest. He's just always grimacing at ghosts and it's like, <laughs> oh, gosh. I think his character might be the surprise little twist at the end because I feel but like... But didn't, didn't we already get a twist from him? The twist no, was... I don't think it's properly come yet because I feel like they keep implying that he and Ghost pretty much from the same... Cut from the same cloth. Yeah. Yeah, but we've seen that. Yeah, but I don't think he's fully showed his hands yet. All we've right. seen is that he's got this, you know, ambition to be this political, yeah. you know, figurehead. But I don't think we've seen his full potential in terms of his ruthlessness yet. Yeah. I think he needs to get down and get dirty and get gully. I think, I he think, hasn't gone yeah. There yet. I think he's definitely got that side but in a different way to ghost as in ghost will get his hands dirty this guy doesn't mm. look like he'll get his hands dirty he, this guy will look like he's got a whole load of goons doing stuff for him yeah 
So, but yeah, the season's definitely hotting up. Wait, let me tell you who's really annoying me. And I wanted Kanan to kill him before Kanan. Dre. Not Dre. I love Dre. You love Dre. Do do you know what it is? We've got to talk about that later. um, I actually like the guy that plays him. Oh, no, even he gets so funny. He's hilarious. I just think Um, his Nigerian accent is really awful as well. But. (laughs) I find that with but Americans. He's Nigerian. <laughs> I know, but he, just I don't think Americans can just do it very well. They just okay, sound do you know really what, to be like... fair, I feel like that way about um, American Jamaicans. Yeah, it's just, oh. Just what are you doing? But anyway, um, the, the the goon that was working with Kanan and... Oh, um, and he just keeps giving... Um, what is wrong with you? You've got given simple or simple instruction, <laughs> but you think that you're kingpin in this shit. You're just a little pawn. Like, what is and wrong when he with said you? And when he said to... Um, face is always screwing up. His like, face is always oh, screwing up. All the time. He needs to get popped. I don't even know his face. I mean, his name. I don't think he's important enough for me to but remember But this is it. Name. He's not. That's what I'm saying. But he's his face does keep screwing up. So I'm like, bro, what's your problem? But Play he, your role. I think, I think they're making it so obvious that his face is screwing up because he's he's gonna he's gonna do something wrong or turn on someone yeah. i don't know if well, it's gonna it's get him far. Gonna be, he's obviously got something against drake because he yeah. feels like him and dre should be on the same yeah level. and dre keeps boiling him off the way he talks yeah. to him and he don't like that but i just like his whole face and his whole demeanor is just like it's oh annoying. God, you're not you're just gonna re- you're gonna be that person that ruins everything <laughs> you it's always one in it it's always one your role is just to just follow simple instructions <laughs> keep it sweet you get your money you go home but you want to be bigger than what you are you're not even smart enough to do that no so that's that's my that's my power review sure we got any more you um, want to say no so i'm just no i'm just i am interested now because the season does seem to be heating up and there are a couple more excess episodes to go so let's see where it takes us how do i say goodbye get the strap (laughs) remix i think somebody did a meme with with, um kane you know they showed his face like in a cop in a in the morgue Uh and then they had um how do I say goodbye playing in the background <laughs> and it was zooming in on his face. <laughs> oh, but he was, he was, he was too, Definitely he a was character. too maniacal, man. Yeah, he had to go. He's a madman. But yeah. Okay, so let's move on. Um, let's talk about, oh Lord. Okay, from lighthearted to once again, we've got co- cover colorism in the industry and just in general, because a lot of things have been popping off online. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say pre- presenter ZZ Mills has been the catalyst for, you know, everything that's been popping off. Mm-hmm. She said, made a comment in regards to, you know, black men in the industry being a little bit more proactive with supporting black talent. People didn't like that she said that because she mentioned um, Amelia who is the host of um, Chicken Shop Date. Um, as we know, Giggs pop, popped off about it because he felt like she was being a bully. And then the other day, more recently, Chick then popped off about something similar about his video because mm. um, people were saying they didn't see enough um, black girls in a screenshot of mm. the video. Of these There was about maybe like six or seven, eight girls. Yeah. Um, I think there was one black girl on the boat. Yeah. And then the rest of them looked kind of mixed or even white. Um, yeah. Chip popped off about people speaking about it and he was like, you haven't even seen the whole video yet. Bloody, bloody, blah. The video then gets released and there are black girls in the video. However, they're not in the boat being, you know, the, the objects of, you know, desire. Design they're being obviously what we've always been which is booty shaking dancers so people were trying to point this out to him but he mm. weren't having it 
and consequently then called ZZ racist. I mean, there was, I feel like I'm missing out bits because there was he so called, much called racist. going on. Yeah. Does he know the definition of racism? Isn't don't. he supposed to be a wordsmith as a rapper? But this is, I called, jest, yes. I jest. So he called her racist and yeah, it popped off all over again. So basically it's about, my question is more in regards to, you know, represent representation mattering. I think that, there is a lot of black, yeah. There's a lot of black men in this industry who feel like as long as they're featured or they're spoken about, or if they put a black girl in the video and she's shaking her ass, that should be enough. But the the point is this: is the narrative change the narrative? When are we not shaking our ass? When are we not, you know, doing the same things that you keep kind of like putting out there? Like you you're not pushing mm. any boundaries here you're doing yeah. the same said thing and rather than getting upset about it when it's pointed out to you yeah why don't you just listen and be like right oh, okay maybe i missed a trick here mm. let me see what else i can do in order to push something further well i think it speaks to that that when you say why why is there the pushback essentially when yeah. these topics are raised um by by black women and you know the pushback unfortunately comes from quarters of black men that you think wow wouldn't you really be kind of understanding of this and supporting of the issue that we're trying to raise that the point is is that nobody's everyone's kind of like quite insular with their own problems mm. and I think that's it also speaks to like the divide I think that exists between black men and black women in that there are some quarters of our communities that don't understand the problems and the perspective of the opposite race mm. of their actual opposite race and that's that's such a shame i just i don't know how i don't know i don't i, I can't understand the lack of the lack of empathy or the lack of understanding or even just the lack of critical thinking and observation mm. that leads to a point where you know when 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 fundamental basics are, <laughs> are being pointed out. I think it's tiresome as that well. people are just railing up and the angry. same conversation. Like when I have, when we have these conversations with white people, I kind of understand where their lack of understanding. They're white. They don't know what it's like mm. to move in a world where they're a minority, and you know things aren't open to them. But mm. as a black woman, for me to speak to a black man and say, yo, this this ain't it. Mm. Rather than getting upset about it, you know, black women, we drop gems all the time. It's your job mm -hmm. to kind of listen, pick up them gems mm -hmm. and run with it. Mm. Why are you getting upset about it? I just, I don't understand that pushback. I, find, I just find the pushback really just... I think I it's know, I think depressing. it's down to just basically ego. Mm. Like men have egos and they don't want to, I keep hearing this thing of oh it's 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 the way that ZZ said it, you know, because I don't know if you're aware that um Gets actually released a, a really beautiful track and video just today um called Black Rose in which he kind of addresses the issue of colorism. Mm. And I think his daughter questioned why there aren't any black dolls you know, that look like her. So obviously mm -hmm. this inspired the track. So everyone's, you know, praising the track and it's amazing. So people were asking the question, how is it that if ZZ speaks about this, she's met with backlash and, you know, she's being told about herself, but when Getz does it, 
all of a sudden it's different mm. and sometimes i think the message is now being welcomed and right received. now it's being welcomed and men are like oh you know i think it's the way that zz said it as opposed oh, to the way it gets. and i'm like it's got nothing to do with it because essentially they're saying the same thing if you listen to the track there's a lot of reading that track aimed at black men and i'm yeah. like you you lot are cool with cool with That's it just, being it's said. Just a, it's just a silencing tool when it people is. start talking about oh it's the way something. I just said. think it's ego. I think the fact mm. that she's a woman, she's a black woman. You just didn't like her saying what she said, yep. and it hit, 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 hit a nerve. Yep. You've got more respect for gigs and empathy for gigs because they he, not gigs sorry gets because mm. he's using his daughter as a catalyst to, you know to continue the conversation mm-hmm. obviously his daughter's just a little girl so you're not going to be you know threatened threatened by a young child but you also have to remember Zizi's someone's daughter as well you know mm. Zizi's probably had potentially the the path that she's um that she's taken in her life would be similar to what gets his daughter could potentially have as well and mm-hmm. none of you are looking at that you're just looking at her as a as a, a miserable black woman who's mm. this that and the third blah 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 forgetting the fact there are millions of black women out there like Zizi who's had a, who have had a very similar experience exactly but what, yet you're we, ignoring all, that you're dismissing it nonsense? are we all saying like that's just like when white people turn around and say to us oh you know black men why are you running from the police if you didn't have anything to you know to hide then 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 what, what are you running mm. for blah blah does blah. racism really exist right exactly all of those that you're doing exactly the same thing yeah. and i just a lot of it ego. is gaslighting it as well, is I think. it's just ego you don't want to be told you want us to tell you things in a nice way and we don't actually owe you that especially when you're doing foolishness and we're entitled to be angry and upset about it exactly and that's that's your and problem we're, we're also entitled to your support but when you you know Wake me when they get to the point of knowledge on that. Oh, well. We're entitled to your support. Mm. You know, you are our opposite halves. Mm. You should be supporting us. You should be highlighting us. You should be uplifting us. If if, if not that, then what? what? Mm. I, I mean, I don't understand. Like, if we, why have we lost that, that basic fundamental mm. just as a community en masse? Like, this forgetting about whatever country, mm. you know, people come from. Just us here en masse. Why has that, that been kind of pushed to the side? Given the fact that we go through, it doesn't matter your, your, you know, your financial status, we go through so many um, shared hardships. It's kind of, it just surprises me that there is that lack of empathy and understanding kind There's of bonding us of together. Lack of respect as well. Like yeah. I find it's kind of really disrespectful to tell us that we we shouldn't be saying anything or we don't have the right to say anything mm-hmm. blah, blah and this is something that is you know affecting all of us mm-hmm. and we're telling you this and you're telling us no mm. what do you what do you mean you're no? a bully you're a bully you're racist you're this that and the third like seriously you know it's not what you're saying it's was it's lethal b bullying that hotel when he was saying what he was saying Listen. So was I, he bullying the hotel no <laughs> all of a sudden that was that was that was right. That was mm. justified, man. Yeah. <laughs> People need to like really chill out with this this bullying and this racism bullshit because the, f- the fact of the matter is, no one's what like. Uh, mm. The fact of the matter is, the problem exists mm. and it exists for both sexes as well. I think sometimes some of these, um, especially people in maybe entertainment industry, mm. they seem to think that, that the money and their status gives them a certain untouchable gloss. Mm. So, you know, it takes maybe um, 
you know a poor a poor um a, a poor treatment in a in a public space yeah for them to suddenly realize oh shoot <laughs> you know <laughs> like what people are saying is really real I, you know let me not forget myself yeah yeah but it it shouldn't take that. You should be hyper aware. This is this is just you know why I respect um gets so much and this is this is where my level of disappointment comes in with um gigs as well. Like I remember probably about a year ago or so, I think somebody called um gets the N words or something like that went one of his white fans on Twitter. Like, yo, 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 my nigga, or something like that. And he responded by saying, don't ever say that to me, blah, blah, blah. Just Uh making it clear, like, you don't address me in that manner. Mm. Me and you, we're not bonding. That's not a bonding tool for you and me, (laughs) kind of thing. And he just let him know. And I find it um, kind of disappointing that um, Giggs would use his platform to berate ZZ in the way that he has when he has such a huge fan base a lot of his fans are white Mm. so when you're talking on your fan base or talking through Twitter or talking Mm -hmm. through social media and you're directly talking to a black woman about her lived experience and basically dismissing her your white fans who have no idea or no concept of what it's like to be part of an oppressed group be a black woman or even be black think that oh this issue of racism or this issue of misogynoir doesn't even exist because because um gig says so Mm. to me that's highly dangerous and and even even that that is they'll take the message from that but Mm. even the method Mm. of his delivery Mm. the tone of his delivery the words used they're gonna follow his lead well they have been because they've been coming on a timeline and just using all these gaslighting terms and everything and really just being downright disrespectful. And I'm like, look at the, look at the, look at the standard that you set. This is what you want them to do. And that's what I'm saying. That's what, that's how you. Simply because she literally put out there, I am quite disappointed and I would like to see more done in terms of, of, you know, support from black artists. Mm. And if he's upset because he felt like, oh, she don't even know what she's talking about because I've done this, that and the third, that might be the case. But if it doesn't apply to you, why are you upset? Mm. If you're doing what you claim you're doing Mm. or doing what you're supposed to be doing in supporting young black women, why are you upset? She's not talking about you then. If it doesn't apply... Women love me. If it doesn't apply, let it fly. Oh, but so I don't know if she touched the nerve. I don't know what it is because the way that she triggered you lot yeah. was unbelievable. It's a big disappointment for me because you know you try and you try and you well, not even try. You rock with these people. You play their tunes. I think you I am. Know? I'm a little bit more disappointed in Chip. Um, I've not. met Chip. I've worked with him before. I know other black women that work with him, and from what I know. He is actually quite highly supportive of black women. Mm. Can't tell you certain stories, but I can say that off the bat, he actually does. I do feel that maybe because he's just not on my radar, so it has. I just yeah, like I think for a lot of people, they, there are stories that I know personally, and I have to put it out there and say that just to give a bit of balance. But and that's why I'm disappointed in the way that he responded. Mm. But I think that the way the way but that this he, might be the new era of Chip. I don't know. He's I've been really, informed by his peers. I don't. I think he just got really aggravated by the fact that people were saying there aren't any black women in the video. Obviously, we didn't see the full cut of the video. He knows who he put in there. 
And in his head, he's thinking, there are black girls in there, but the black girls that you have in the video are doing the same old, same old. And I think that there's this common misconception that as long as we're in there, as long as we're included, that's fine. It's like, but no, the narrative is still the same. We don't mm. want to be seen as these booty shaking, you know, whatever it is mm -hmm. all the time. That would be like me creating a video and saying to, you know, the boys from Cut, Cut the Chat, can you not come in there and play a couple of criminals? Because, exactly. you know, that just plays into the same stereotype <sighs> of black men. Why am I doing that when I know that I could like, actually, you guys come, I want you to play this role as a CEO of a company. Mm. I want you to play my love interest. I want you to play an amazing father with a beautiful wife. All of those positive things that we know are well within our community mm. that the world doesn't see because the way that social media works and the media works is that their intent is to show black people in a negative light. But if I have a platform and I know that I can change that narrative, then let me do that. Yeah. And I think that's, Chip, you missed a you trick. missed the point. By you doing that, you point. missed the point yeah. totally. And you got in your feelings, came on social media and started being... Or you started being aggressive in a way that was just totally unnecessary. I feel like when you said in your feelings, A should splice it with Kiki, <laughs> do you love me? <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know what is going on. So hopefully, if he hears this, I mean, he might not. He might, he, you know, he may, may not. Like I said, he's not, he's, he's not, um, he's not a stupid individual. He's actually mm. very smart. There needs, there needs to be a space for discussion around these things. And mm. it needs to be, you know where people are able to talk respectfully of one another and also honestly Just about have situations an open debate about it. we should be able i feel like as black men as black women we should be able to sit in a forum and just talk about it right What's and the not everybody getting defensive or disrespectful or dismissive mm. you know because it's not it's not a figment of people's imagination it's 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 a continuation of uh, history. Right. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I mean, I haven't been very vocal about it just because I've been off socials for a while, just mm. keeping my head down. But, you know, I've, well, look, let's hope that this is the beginning of some, some level of conversation and we'll keep it going in our circles and we'll see where it goes. Cool. All right, let us move on. We will talk about, um, I don't know if you heard about this young lady, mother of three, she's like 29. Um, she went to Turkey to have a Brazilian bum lift. Mm -hmm. um, unfortunately, she's um, since passed on. Oh my gosh. Yeah, she had, I think maybe like three heart attacks before she actually died. Whoa. Um, so apparently a Brazilian bum lift is probably one of the most kind of like um, dangerous um, ops. Really? That you can have. Yeah. Cancels appointment. <laughs> So um, apparently it's the rise in people going to places like Turkey, the Dominican Republic, mm. you know, to have these surgeries, um, have these surgeries done. It's, it's um, getting big in Nigeria as yeah. well. Yeah. So like what is happening? Are we so like detached from reality that we are chasing a body beautiful that I find is probably quite cartoonish? Mm. Um, I would say I am not surprised, but... I feel like the, the choices that people are going to have um, surgery are pretty much an aesthetic that apparently African women had quite naturally and we do have, mm. but it's like we want more of what we already have. Mm. So if you're already quite a shapely person mm. and you have a big bit of a bottom mm. and now we're living in the world where everybody's suffering from the Kardashian effect, mm -hmm. 
And now it's like, oh no, it's not enough. I need to have more. And not just a bottom in a really tiny waist. Tiny waist, yeah. Yeah. And, and now, stomach on flat, yeah, flat. And women are literally, and that's, oh, that's part of loving the hip hop storyline as well. K Michelle, mm. she is, um, she's undergoing surgery to have her, her bottom reconstructed because apparently whatever was injected into her is mm-hmm. kind of like, you know, spilled out. Gosh. And yeah, so now she's, 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 I think she's had the surgery now, but part of the storyline story is kind of following her mm. and the process of what she's had to kind of undergo, undergo. So, so you're seeing the emotional a- aspects of it and the physical aspects yeah. of it and everything and her telling her story. I think the thing with that, that um, operation as well is that in some, some specific areas mm. of the world, it it becomes, you know, it becomes like a fashion trend. Yeah. So it even, it stops even being a secret. People aren't even like, Trying to oh hide no, it this no is more. natural. No, yeah. it's like girls are like, yeah, I'm doing it. Like, mm. look at mine. Like, I've, I've, I've got my, my appointment with my doctor on Wednesday. Right? I've had my body o'clock. done. Yeah. And I think that's what I heard the whole the whole um, wave was in Nigeria about it. Girls ain't like, they're talking about it live, oh, on like socials. Like, yeah, Mm. got mine done. This is what I look like kind of thing. So I think the thing is that, first of all, we start off from a position of our bodies being ridiculed Mm. and then our bodies are imitated and then it's kind of commodified and then sold back to us. But then we consume it in such a kind of ridiculous and reckless kind of yeah. ravenous way. Because it, it does, it, it just suddenly starts taking over. It's like, you know, when you watch um, Love and Hip Hop at Atlanta, because this mm. is what I'm talking about, it really popping off in certain kind of n- almost like niche communities. So apparently it's all the rage in Atlanta as yeah. well. Like everybody's walking around with a with a diaper, but it's all the rage, like I said, in, in Lagos at the moment. So mm. not really other parts of Nigeria, but specifically like it, for a certain clique of, or a certain type of woman in Lagos. And then you've got girls here, as you said, and it's getting really popular with them. I met somebody, I met somebody at some event, um, the, the event that you were at the gym, you know, the one at... Um, Shoreditch House. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was talking to one of the young ladies um, afterwards, one of the audience members afterwards, and she was telling me um, about surgery that she had to her, um, yeah, to her derriere when she was, um, she was actually very young. Mm. She was actually very, very young. And then she, I think like she was like, teens? I know, I think she was like 21. And then I think a few years later, she reversed it because she was just like I don't even know why I did that I felt like I did it in a moment of you know insecurity that it made me start feeling actually worse about myself she's having um, a K Michelle moment yeah but the thing is I I, when she was telling me although it's a different subject what I was trying to feed back to her is actually your story is not a story of 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 Mm. of failure your story is a story of I think of strength and of courage because you're telling me about this. You're telling me that you did something because you felt bad and you thought it was going to make you feel better, but actually you had the good sense to realize it didn't make you feel better. Mm. And so you reversed it and you're also free and open enough to talk about it and 
you know, tell me as a fellow woman, look, this is what I did. I feel like I fucked up and I changed it and I'm good now right. kind of thing. So, but going back to the original subject, it's it's like a thing for a certain generation now. It's like, yeah, let's save our peas from our, I don't know if it's still Saturday jobs or whatever. <laughs> let's save our peas from our, from our, I don't know, maybe it's student loans or I don't even know what it is that <laughs> people are doing now. But yeah, let's, let's save that up and let's go dom rep let's go turkey and let's right. get this treating it like a holiday isn't yeah it? it's just it's, oh, it's mine and it's not days. there's no embarrassment about it yeah. now it's just like yeah. i don't think they should be embarrassed but i do find that um you know there was a lot lot of people who would you know put themselves in these situations to go under the knife they don't do any research i was um watching um an interview on five Live. is it five live Who's the who's the black lady that's a host on there now? I can't remember her name, but she was interviewing somebody who, admittedly, had body dis, um, body dys, dysmorphic disorder, mm. and she had um, a Brazilian butt lift which she had to have reconstructed. And even the woman herself admitted to the fact that she didn't do any research. She literally just found a random doctor, went to Turkey, I don't even and understand that, you know. And I was sitting there like looking at her, like, "Are you insane?" I can't even listen. I, I know she had a little, you know, body dysmorphic disorder and all the rest of it, but at the same time, it's like, how does that stop you from doing the research though into La, making sure that you'll be okay after the fact? I'm that annoying person. I'm always stopping in supermarkets <laughs> and reading the packet now. <laughs> I didn't, don't ask me what I'm looking for. So because the thing is, is shop, like, the thing put it in the trolley. going in my trolley anyway. But I'm there reading like, oh, right. Yeah. Okay. Right. I'm on Netflix. I can't just choose a movie. I have to be like, I need to go to trailer. I need to see if there is words. I need to see what the ratings are. Like, I can't just be making decisions like, yeah, yeah. that I'm like, I'm can be quite indecisive. So that, to me, and the thing that helps me get out of that, or maybe not helps me get out of that, but the thing that I'm doing in my indecision is weighing up and researching. Mm-hmm. I can't imagine somebody just going and being like, yeah, just, yeah, like suck the fat from there and just put it in there. And, oh, you good? You know, yeah, you've been you doing safe? this for a while? All right, All right. Cool. <laughs> no, it, in another insane. country as well. Well, listen, even all of that, it just, I'm sitting there looking at her like, did she just say she, she was like, oh no, I just, just went out and got in. I'm thinking to myself, but don't you even have friends that, with better sense? Don't you have a sister or a mum with better sense? This is it. If we're if the whole culture now has changed to like this, it's now normalised to just to just book it and go. But then even you normalised still needs to be. But who's your yeah, doctor? Depends on who your circle of friends are. If they all all think similarly to you, mm. then of course they're, they're not going to question. They'll be like, oh, go girl, high five. Yeah, I'll probably get mine done in the next couple of months as well. Let me know how you get on. Yeah, that's Do you know daunting. what I mean? And that's that's the thinking. That is wild. And I'm like, mm. you go to a foreign country and be trusting their <laughs> healthcare. Ah, no. Yeah. So <laughs> I don't know what it's gonna take to. For me, I'm like, I'm not against surgery. However, I do kind of feel like people um, rush to that rather than, like I said, I'm a personal trainer. So for me, I'm like halfway halfway mm. because i know how to i know how to literally change um, body someone's shape. body shape so when i see all of these young girls who um 
are kind of gravitating towards that, you know, a, a body type that they're not going to get without the surgery. It kind of really does bug me a little bit. Yeah. I had these two girls literally just the other day. One was 18 and one was 19. Mm-hmm. Um, so they wanted to lose weight and they wanted to tone up. So I'm literally sitting them down to talk to them about how the, how the body actually works. Mm. And one of the first things I said to them is like, you need to be patient with your body. Mm. Like, you didn't get this way overnight. So it's mm. not going to happen for you overnight. So Are they if you're, like overweight or they yeah. just, right. So if you want to lose the weight, if you want to change your body shape, mm. this is what you need to do, this, this, and this, and this. Mm. And they were like, ah, oh, so how long do you reckon that will take me? And I'm like, well, how long's a piece of string? Because essentially it's up to you in, in terms of, culture, yeah, in terms of how much effort you put in, how well you eat, like, you know, if you're going to do things that are going to work against your body type and your diet and your exercise, it's going to take ages, a bit of a while to get there. Yeah. But I think because we work, at, we live in a society where everything is now, 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 now. Yep. And they're young as well. Yeah. So they've, they've, that concept they've been born to them into that. is, yeah, it's like alien. So I'm literally sitting down, I'm showing them pictures of my before and after. I'm showing them, look, look, I was an overweight teenager. It took me a little while to get to where I am now. I've been up and down my whole life. Right now I'm in a steady pace because mm. I, I'm older now and I understand how my body works. Mm. So my job as a trainer, if I'm training you, is to literally pass on my knowledge to you and show mm. you that it's doable. You can do this. However, if you're looking for that Kardashian body type, I can't promise you that. I can promise you the best body type that you have mm. if you work. Kim's body type ain't even Kim's body exist. type. So I'm not going to say to anybody, yes, I can I can do that for no, you. No, it doesn't exist in real life. Right. So it, it's troubling to me. This, this is a whole, I feel like it's almost like a disease that we have now. And it's been put out there. It's now part of the culture. It's part of society. This is what people believe. So they will go to these countries, have these ridiculous um, surgeries, put themselves at risk, yeah. and then end up on TV crying like K. Michelle, like that other woman who's um, a personal trainer as well. What's her name? Get Bodied by Jay. I think she documented her Brazilian butt lift mm. reconstruction as well. Similar story to K. Michelle was really young, wanted a bigger bum, mm. got the bum, then it's, she started having medical problems, then she had to have the reconstructive surgery. And it's these beautiful, beautiful yeah, but what are they girls. injecting in there? Because there's some or, that inject your own fat and there's some that they inject yeah. other substances. It could be any, it could be your own fat, it could be um, fix a flat. I, I mean, I do a bit like of my own fat. Cement or just things yeah, that's that not saying. supposed Silicone, to go into the body. And it's always by people who are not really doctors, if you, if, if you know what I mean. They're just like some back alley people. I don't know if you heard about this woman called Kim Kimball. The hairdresser. Not, no, not Kim Kimball. Sorry, that's the hairdresser. There's another lady. I think her name's Kim as well, but her surname isn't Kimball. Right. But she, um, she's on another reality TV show, but she literally got arrested and spent time in prison for giving illegal... Oh, backstreet butt shots. Yeah. Mm. So now she's out there telling her story in Vlad TV and stuff like that. And she's like, look, the mass celebrities that I've done, like some of your faves and blah, blah, blah. She's like, look, it's normal. So it started from the strip clubs. So it started from um, trans women, obviously Mm. trying to transform themselves to have curves and everything. Mm. And it said it was a culture that just grew and grew and grew. So it's all about aesthetics. There's nothing else. It's really sad. It's really very sad. So like I said, like, if you need it, I'm glad that there are surgeons out there who know what they're doing and can help people that have, like, really had, you know, like, maybe if somebody who was pregnant and then their body just, just couldn't snap back and they need to help their self-esteem. 
or someone who had an accident, like things like that. I understand the, the total need for it, but if you're just someone that's just doing it just cause, mm. I think you need you're to You're talking look. about surgery in general. Yeah, yeah, I think that people just look, just look deeper into it. Yeah. Seriously. So yeah, that is my thoughts. Do you know what I had? Do you know, bonbons? I had a thing. I had, I heard on the radio the other day and yeah. just, it's such a random thought, but I think it's, I don't know why it's come into my head when you're talking about surgery. Maybe there's some link somewhere. But um, I'm not saying we should discuss it today because yeah. I really want to apply my mind to it as a thought. But um, so I was listening to the radio the other day and they were talking about how um, a number of 40, I don't know if it was 14 year olds upwards or 14 year old downwards, mm. but, a, but a huge percentage of them who had been um, asked this question um, had reported that, yes, they had self-harmed. Oh my god! Yeah, like a, a like a, it was a big number, yeah. you know, and it really kind of got me thinking about the whole issue of using t- using your physical body, yeah, as almost not against yourself, but do you understand what I mean? Kind of like. It just, it kind of tripped my mind. And this is why I said, I don't think we can discuss it now because I really need to give some thought to what it is that I'm really thinking about. But young people taking to their body Mm. to achieve something mentally, Mm. right? Because it's, maybe it's because it's the same kind of thing as surgery. Like you take to your physical. It's like trying to connect what's in your head Yeah, what you're trying to to make feel better actually is your is your mental your mood mm. but you deal with it on the physical and mm. i'm just like there's something there's something there that i need to like it's just like discuss something. that with myself like what is that something amiss there's no, definitely something definitely amiss will, will. and it, i don't think it's just young people i mean that's that's all of us that's what we tend to do we tend to address our physical mm. like when i was um just i said this trials that i've been doing has been really difficult yeah i just bought myself a pair of shoes one day mm. online had them delivered to my house yeah gave me a sense of something yeah but what is that what is that excited that the you're shoes, getting something the shoes but like i told you how i was feeling yeah how do the shoes address those things that i told you i was do you see what i'm saying we take to the external and the physical to try and address I need to think about that and then we can maybe get back to it because it's, it's wild to me. It's, yeah. it's, no, it's something though. It's definitely a connect there or a disconnect. Yeah. Rather. We'll discuss that another time. Okay, so let's move on. I was going to discuss with you who we can forgive more Ugh. or one's got to go and it was between because obviously Kanye West has been in the press today and Omarosa has been in the press quite a bit as well because it seems like she's bringing down the house. And when I say the house, I mean the White House mm. and Donald Trump. He called her, a, a, what's it, a low-life dog mm-hmm. or something like that because of, see, she's spilling all the beans and then Kanye West, um, I want to say, no, I don't want to say it because to me, he didn't apologise. What did he do? For the, like, so he gave an interview in where he addressed his slavery as a choice just recently yeah mm. um if you look on the two girls on the my instagram page you can see the video for that now um, mm. <laughs> um so yeah so you know and this is 
and this is an issue with me as well. You know when somebody apologizes, mm. but they actually don't apologize mm-hmm. and they start the apology with, well, if I offended you, mm. well, clearly you know that you offended me because we're mm. having a conversation about it now and I've actually mm. expressed my offense at what you said Mm. but if you're not sorry for doing the offensive thing Mm. then don't apologize that's what an apology is for to say i am sorry for what i did it means Mm. you're taking ownership Mm -hmm. never ever start an apology with if i offended Mm -hmm. you firstly it's passive aggressive secondly you're just mugging me off mate Mm. like i think it's a piss take and that's what he did on the show Mm -hmm. if i offended anyone with you know my my words and what i said my Mate, you're not sorry for what you did. This is the thing. And you know, I've. This is not specifically about Kanye, but more about the idea of an apology. Yeah. And as I said, one is a communication specialist. Mm. And I say to people, if you want. An apology Mm. is something that you have to work through internally before you express it. Mm. You don't just fling it out there. Because that's what people are doing. And mm. you can tell, for me, I can tell when people are out there talking about, if I offended you, did it, would you, that, yeah. that immediately is being selective mm. in an audience. Are you offended? Mm. Yes. Okay. So, right. I'm sorry that you were offended, mm. but it's still your behavior. Yeah. This one's not offended. So then it doesn't, what's that? Mm. So what about you that did the thing like you just said? <laughs> So it can't be about if I offended you because then that's not really sorrow. Mm. You're not sorry. You have to be thinking, actually, I've a, I'm looking at what I did mm. and, I, and I see mm. that fundamentally it's, it's wrong. It's yeah. problematic. It's offensive. And having seen that, I feel sorrowful mm. for having behaved in that way. Mm. Not forget how anybody felt. Mm. If you don't feel sorrowful for having behaved in a way, <laughs> don't apologize. Yeah, keep your apologies. I keep just it. Feel like you're just you're just making a mockery of, of me right now. We're not stupid. Like for me, I'm. Everybody's like, oh, I feel really bad for him because you know, bad for he, what? Um, sent. Um, he said, what did he else did he say? He said in the moment that he was speaking in regards um, to the slavery of choice while he was in the TMZ studio. There's somebody he referred to as Don C, which is somewhat one of his friends, one of his associates, I don't know. And he more or less said that, um, you know, he needed this particular person. And if he was around, then he would have been the person to stop him from saying what he said. Well, still, there's no accountability And I'm just, there. but this is it. And I'm like, this man, whoever this man is, he's not responsible for your no, behavior. You're a big old man, can't you? You are a grown man. With if three you children. do something, <laughs> right, if you do something, then you need to accept responsibility for that. Because even if this man was around and he said to you, yo, I don't think you should do that. At the end of the day, it's your decision as to whether yeah. or not you're going to take that man's advice or not. And actually, if this man isn't around, you should be able to make certain decisions where you're like, rah, this is this is totally stupid. Let mm-hmm. me not. So you're just you're the same one out here banging on about being three or four and being able to say what you want and do what you want. But in order to understand that, you also need to understand that there are consequences mm-hmm. when you say and do things. 
So for you, and I just find that you blame the Carters for not being at your wedding. You blame this dumb person for not stopping you from saying, where is your accountability there in any none. of this? There's there none. none. So I'm watching this and I'm seeing people like, oh, you know, blah, blah, blah. I'm not, I'm no, sorry. I'm not I having feel, that. Yeah, I don't feel, I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not moved by it. <laughs> Do you understand what I'm saying to you? Like my nephew is nine. If he does something, he's supposed to apologize for saying, he understands that concept. Kanye, you're a big 40 year old man. Mm. no. Mm. Best Kanye. So listen, you lot can be out there like championing your 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 your, your god. Your I'm god. Not, I'm not <laughs> with it. I'm not with. I'm I'm done with doing all of that foolishness now. I really am. Okay, so let's wrap this up with Shady Corner versus You Are the Light. So as I said, I always like to start with the Shady Corner bit simply because I like to end on a nice, mm-hmm. light heart, like we started. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So if you got anything or anything or anyone you want to put into Shady Corner, um. So this person's not going into Shady Corner because uh-huh. this person's too legendary for Shady Corner. But this person is going to create the shades mm. for those people who are deserving of being flung in Shady Corner. And it is the Queen of Soul, oh. God rest her soul, Aretha Franklin. And it's because... <laughs> I saw this interview. Aretha. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And so, so there was, um, I think it was a black man interviewing her. And he was asking her about other singers. Mm. Or other entertainers, should I say. And so he said, oh, you know, what do you think of maybe like Adele? And she was like, oh, yeah, you know, good voice. <laughs> yeah, she's she's Okay. Um, what do you think of Whitney Houston? Mm. Oh, she's a talent, you know, mm. she's Dion's daughter and did mm. it, uh, Dion's niece or something like that, blah, blah, blah. And then it came to yeah, Taylor Swift. Taylor yeah. Swift. Oh, yeah, gowns, mm. lovely beautiful gowns, gowns, beautiful gowns. <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, <laughs> no, the shade. No, I'm worried about her. Her talent or ability or anything just like yeah well she can wear a mean dress <laughs> i just, just said like, oh and you know the thing is it was so natural that response yeah. i said this queen is She's legendary like, it's beautiful girl <laughs> you know you're t- i live for that for that le- level of pettiness <laughs> i hope that when i'm at her age that's, that's exactly how I'm going to be. You just, just come like, with lyrics of shades. Gowns. just And you know your face remains composed. So people won't yeah. even know. Wait, was that shade? So yeah. So God rest um, the soul mm. of, you know, the true queen of soul. R&B. Gospel. Everything. Everything. Man. The voice. Amazing. Yeah. Aretha. Definitely, yeah. A, definitely a loss to... Yeah. You know, we've lost some legends, man. I remember when Tanisha was on X Factor and she said she didn't know who she was. I thought from then I was like, mm, me and you, I can't I mean, ever, never in your life. Some yeah, things like, you yeah, don't because utter. Because she was born, I don't care when she was born. Some things you don't utter. Yeah, there's kids, there's kids um, now, like mm. young, young kids now that still know that Michael Jackson's legendary, right. although they didn't, you know, they weren't around yeah. at the time when he was at the, you know, some would say the peak of his artistry but you know you just this music is the 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 kind of music that people like michael Mm. prince 
Stevie Wonder, Aretha, all of these kind of people and mm. people that have, you know, gone gone before them as well have created mm. like the the longevity is just legendary. It's, it's amazing. A, my nephew is nine. Michael Jackson died when he was two. He will literally fight you if you want to turn around and tell him he's not the greatest thing. That's what I'm saying. Like, he didn't even live through the like you know the amazing Michael years right? that we live through. Right? Like, he's just like Michael Jackson is the king, and that is it. The and man was two when he died. That like, is you can't how talk to him. Music can just right, and cut this is across. it. So when we talk about talent, that's what we talk. People who are literally so legendary that they kind of pass through like generations. Generations, right? Yeah, so that's my shady corner. Who's going in your shady corner? So it's going to be a lot of seasonless things going on. Um, I know this is old news now, but I have to kind of address it briefly. So Jamie, um, Jamie Oliver, <laughs> you and your seasonless punchy jerk rice can do one. Can we Take just Ace say with you. punchy wanna, jerk? No, 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 not I even jerk. PSA to all the Caribbean restaurants out there. If you see my our producer Ace coming towards you <laughs> looking for food, just serve him the rice because he doesn't see this as a problem. Okay, <laughs> I'm tired. Not every day colonize. Some days have day a break. Columbus. Have a break. Aubergines in in rice, jerk rice. We don't do jerk rice because no, you can't barbecue in that shit. There's probably aubergines. What's the other shit that um, white people like putting in stuff? <laughs> Raisins. It's like no, <laughs> leave our stuff alone. It's like you've taken everything else. We can't have rice. We can't have oh rice. God. Cheryl, we can't have rice now. You wait when they come for the jollof. Yeah, let me tell you. Unless they've hey. already done that. If you start it's saying good. <laughs> Spicy tomato garnished rice. I would be very <laughs> angry. You just have you seen that skit of this guy who called himself Johnny Oliver and he is pretending to be Jamie's cousin? <laughs> Listen, if you watch it, you are going to die. The way the man slices up the plant in there, he slices slices it up with the skin on it, oh puts it in the microwave, says leave it in there for five days, so you get that really spicy jerky flavor. <laughs> Making rum punch, and he was like, "What you need to do is get two glasses, get put one, um, put punch, not punch, so put rum in one glass. Then as you're pouring out the rum, you just punch the rum, punch oh the rum. God. So you've got that really punchy, punchy. <laughs> it's the punchy jerky, word that gets punchy me. Jerk flavor. What was Honestly, Jamie talking about? He doesn't know. I think this basically this is a marketing thing. He's like thinking like if I just put jerk on the label, then people kind of associate that with a the Caribbean and it being what spicy and hot and then they'll buy it but it's like i'm gonna buy it i'm gonna buy it and taste no, it and feedback I'm next anything. week i'm just like do you know what? that's what we should away. do we should do food reviews Laura. but food of oh, the nasty food reviews we I should do, buy things like punchy jerk, punchy jerk rice there's something else that i, was, that I don't want to give these my people mind. my coins i know but we got we got we got to take one for the team man it's no. for the culture Culture with a K, Cardi B, baby. Run, I, I can't, mate. Listen, I'm out there telling people, come and train with me. I'll get you into shape. But yeah, I'm eating terrible food. Oh yeah, food. no, it's true. It might, have to, it might have to be me, La. <laughs> you can do it if you want to. I might you have to do it for the write show. Write your reviews and tell, tell right? me what you think. Because I cannot. Because I'm just like, nah. And another thing as well, I need for people to stop telling us how to react and how to respond to our culture being bastardized because another said culture hasn't, responded in the same way i don't care how italians act i don't care how asians act that's their food if that's they want to be whatever they want to feel yeah. about it that's fine but our food is very much culturally 
just part of everything that we do. Like, yeah. like these experiences that I have when I'm growing up and watching my mum literally cook jerk chicken and from scratch and just a proper West Indian, like food is a big part of and how no, we you do know, things. You know, I'm you're absolutely like, no. right. And no, I don't know. And I'm kind of guessing and I'd be happy to be corrected if I'm wrong, but I would imagine the whole kind of um, jerking mm. and spicing of meats mm-hmm. was because of some of the times the sort of cuts that yeah, you were yeah, yeah. having to eat but also preservation in that in certain circumstances yes. as well so you know people you're right i don't like this policing of, mm. of responses oh, the italians don't act that way and the right? Asians, i'm not italian for asians as well leave just, me alone you know but and also, actually how do you know that italians and asians that's are, what i'm so saying you, you're not even them? deep in the culture like that and right. you're just saying because you're doing respectability politics right. essentially on your own your own culture that's why but also yeah so it is i mean it is is deeper than bants like jamie's people's food has that historical element mm. to it and the, a, a history behind it and if you just go kind of just walking all over that just so that you can make a couple of coins commodify something yeah, yeah. i mean that, I don't something think that's that you're a not good even look. from and you didn't even respect it enough to do it properly yeah. jerk essentially is the way it's cooked and the way it's seasoned yeah i don't know any culture who has any rice dish that can put it on a barbecue and cook it so it's that ridiculous. in itself shows me that you, you're mugging us. You, you're an idiot. Mm. Move. It's disappointing you're though because I, I don't yourself. mind Jamie. I don't mind him. You and your aubergines can sod off. <laughs> so and <laughs> so moving on to um, Theresa May. So basically, she was caught. Oh, She's God. in South Africa now, dancing so, like a jerk. Dancing like a. <laughs> don't even know. This is what happens when you wear kitten heels all the time. She You've looks got so jerky and stiff. No rhythm whatsoever. However, she was um, she did an interview with um, Channel Four, and one of the reporters had asked her about her stance on um, where she was and what she was doing when Nelson Mandela was literally locked up in in Robben Island. But, 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 and right, and obviously she's a conservative, and as we know, one of our former prime ministers, Margaret Thatcher, she was a conservative, and she famously called Nelson Mandela a terrorist. Mm. So the man asked Teresa, quite rightly, what did you do to help? you know kind of do away with apartheid like what was your role in that given Mm. that the leader of your party that you support was out here calling my man a terrorist Mm. the way she skated around that answer cheryl Mm. was well you know the thing that we should do is look at how the united kingdom no he was like no no no. i'm asking you what you did not Mm. what the united kingdom had to offer and she just and i just thought you are full of crap how are you gonna come with your kitten hill self mm-hmm. to a next man's country mm-hmm. where, as the man rightly pointed out, one of the, you know, their greatest leaders or civil rights leaders, Nelson Mandela was literally locked up for, you know, fighting for people's rights. And here you are talking about, well, you know, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. And I just think she's an embarrassment to the UK. Ever since she came into power, the whole Brexit thing, Grenfell, like everything has just been a major flop. And I mm. just think, you know, 
takes me back to even like her stance on, you know, like I feel like women in politics, I feel like she's a poor representation for women in politics. Yep. When Diane Abbott was going through her madness, I didn't see her as supporting her in any which way, shape or form, saying that the, the abuse that she's going through yep. yeah, is ridiculous. She's just a waste. You're just a waste girl in one of the most beautiful places <laughs> on earth right now. They need to kick you out. Get away. You know she's going to Nigeria next oh as well. Oh my God, Nigeria. Listen when to I heard me. That, I listen to like... me right now, my people. Listen. It's now just, is your it's... time to show up and show out. I heard I heard on the radio, you know, the way they were selling it is, oh, you know, they've seen the Chinese invest heavily in Africa. Yeah. And really, you know, they want to, to you know, essentially get a piece of the pie. And I said, look, mm. it's full circle. Mm. It's this full circle. And... And what really kind of touched me and, and, and semi-offended me as well is that they don't want to invest in Africa for the good of Africa. Mm. That was never a spur. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So in all years gone past, when Africa's been Africa, mm, mm. you haven't wanted to come over and invest then. But Definitely. now, because you're facing Brexit, mm. you're facing Brokezit, <laughs> You're it. facing no 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 <laughs> trade deals. Now it's like, oh, Africa. Oh, remember that place mm. that we pillaged years ago? Let's go, go back, back and see what they've got there now. <laughs> and look, 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 Pillage and invest. You know? It's it's ugh. it's just sad. It really is. And the way she's like she's really dancing for them coins, proper offbeat and everything. I was vexed that they brought out the back. kids to be dancing in front oh. of her. When when other dignitaries to come to this country yeah. do we bring out our english children and push them forward to go and dance what, do you, do what is that shocking dancing? man forget all of that <laughs> what is all that i don't i don't like to see that you bring out yeah. the black kids and this dance what are they dancing for <laughs> what the hell are you dancing for it just feels like you're shocking stop it what are you, what's <laughs> no it does I, I didn't like it i didn't yeah. like it at all aside from her jerky dancing i didn't like them bringing out the kids because that's not what to me that's not what signifies africa Mm. so why 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 is that the show that we're we're putting on somebody comes a prime minister forgetting about whatever feelings we have about her she's the prime minister of you know britain Ooh, ooh. you know she's she's here she's come to visit us Ooh, ooh. okay big deal big deal but if she is, if if you do think of her as a big deal, mm. get out your big deals. Don't yeah. trail out some kids to be dancing mm. in front of her. Don't like that. I find that distasteful. Your... I find it distasteful. Yeah. It it does remind me of just having black children in front of you for entertainment, mm, which is mm. which is it's got another historical Behind element it, yeah. to it. Oh, that's just we like the kids. I don't like yeah. that. That I just I, I found it I just I didn't like it. Distasteful. No, I, like I, I, I hear you. I totally hear you. So yeah, Bun and Theresa May. Um so let's move on to the last bit of work for you are the lights. So I have to give a big 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 shout out to Getz for the single that we spoke about earlier on and the video called Black Rose. Mm which he did and it's got some like this is what i love about that the song and the video the fact that a he uses his daughter in a way that is so beautiful and just simply put um you can hear the daughter just ex, you know just asking the question like why are there no dolls that look like me mm. and then you see gets having a conversation with his peers mm. saying that you know 
him coming to the realization that look this is really damaging the mm. fact that my young daughter is asking me as her dad and he probably doesn't even have the like how do you answer that how mm. do you turn around and say to your child well the reason why there aren't any dolls that look like you is because of xyz da, 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 da. you're probably thinking wait he's probably thinking there should be what there should be dolls that look like my daughter I should be able to walk into any toy store, mm. just pick out a doll, just the same way as a white dad is able to walk into any store and just pick out a white doll and give it to his daughter. Mm. And I think him kind of taking the step to address this issue is amazing. And the fact that he started that off with that conversation then obviously went into the actual track. Mm. And some of the things that he is saying in there is just like, there are some reads in there wrapped in some some beautiful like metaphors and stuff like that, which, mm. which gets does so well. So it's interesting to me going back to the fact that, you know, some men are like, oh, it's just the way that he says it, blah, blah, blah. But I'm like, if you actually listen to the track, he's reading all of you lot. Mm. Like you need to feel a way about what you are doing. And the fact of the matter is, is that young girls, especially young black girls, especially young dark skinned girls, they need positive affirmations and mm. you as a parent or you as a person can't see that then there's something wrong with you mm. really and truly it shouldn't actually take a track from gets to actually tell you this you should know this but yeah. you know too much higa haga every minute you want to laugh joke, crack jokes are oh, black girls with, with dark skin you shouldn't be wearing um red lipstick you look like this you're dead out you're rare rare, rare. all of this and I'm, i don't see this kind of hate and backlash towards other women within their race it's just us lot and the fact that he addressed all of that to me i'm just like oh my god yes i love yeah, you that sounds like a good shout it's amazing so if you want again if you want to see a little clip of that please do go to the two girls on the mac mic instagram page it's up there for you great um, and then finally shouts out to emil socialize who has a really successful screening of his documentary soul seekers which is all about the kind of history of trainers and footwear in this country specifically. So there's a lot of people in there. Apparently Ace said that him and the boys are in that as well. But Emil, we're all yeah, we're all we're all thinking like, our emails must have like, been mm, down. Something's not right here, Emil. Like where is was our invite? Yeah. But, but um, congrats for yeah, sure. Yeah, it was at the Brixton Ritzy um cinema. I know that he's been working tirelessly on that. So for years of, as well. For years, yeah. A lot of you lots of faves are in there. So if you get the opportunity, um, check it out. Go to his page, Soul Seekers, and you'll see it. Yeah, no, definitely big up for that. Because as I said, I love when people see their projects through to fruition. Because yeah. I remember Emil talking to me about that years ago, mm. literally years ago. So for it to have its debut in, you know, like you said, the Ritzy in Brixton, that's a big deal. Because he, he's done it. Yeah. He's done it. It's right. been a labour of love. It's definitely been a labour, but he's done it. So well done him. We'll go back and check our junk mail because we're sure, we're <laughs> sure it's not that we weren't invited, but that we've, you know, missed the email somehow. Yeah. All right. Well, that is it from us, folks. Hopefully we'll see you again soon. This is Two Girls and Mike. I'm Lala. I'm Miss She Talks. And we out. Bye. <laughs> Do you have a nice snooze, Ace? It's all right. Don't be apologetic, but you must be really tired, Ace. Yeah. Ace, have you ever spent the night in here? You've got to take it easy, oh, you know. I'm so scared. What is this girl? Is this Ange dancing like Michael? No, it's not. 
I, I turned this off for a bit, but you're right, it gets hot again, so I had to turn it on, but then it was really cold. Shall we bounce on? Yeah, because I need to get on that train. Ace, when is it going up? Please don't forget, because last time. No, it can't go up now, because you need to put thing on it. What thing? 